Hey, what's going on? Welcome to our first Angular Air episode of 2019. I'm your host, Justin Schwarzenberger. And today's episode, we are going to be checking out the Angular CDK and doing drag and drop with it. Uh, everybody's most fun thing to do in the world is drag and drop, right? At least some <laughs> now we don't really have to. We have this framework that allows us to uh, get all the core stuff done for us and we can just have fun with it. So why don't we kick things off? Today we've got a, uh, our guest is also one of our panelists. So they will be a ghoulist, copyright Jeff Cross. I think I need to say copyright Jeff Cross. I mean, he came up with the term. Oh, I don't know. Did, didn't like legal ramification. I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, thanks, Jeff Cross. So we got this ghoulist today. Um, but first, let's say hi to our other panelist, Mike Brocky. What's going on, Mike? What's going on? Happy New Year. A little bit delayed and late, but that's okay. I'm, I, I, I got to be in before the end of the year, so. There you go. True. And it's still the month of January. So there's that. Wait, too, right? You got what in before the end of the year? The happy new year. I, mm. I got one in for 2019. So. I gotcha. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm all set. Check that off the bucket list. Right. Was that your only new year's resolution was to get that in before the end of the year? Because if so, you're 100%, you're done. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take 2019 off. So awesome. I'll see you guys later. You'll still be here for other shows, right? Yeah. I'll probably come back. All right. Cool. <laughs> All right, our guest today, Alyssa Nichol. Alyssa, what's going on? Hey, glad to be here. I've been working on, as Justin said, some uh, drag and drop stuff because I was, well, first of all, I saw all of the fun new things CDK offered in Angular 7, and I wanted to give them a try. And so um, when we were thinking about episodes, I thought it'd be fun. It might not be super long, but it might be fun to walk through how I implemented that in a to-do app that's uh, using Kendo UI. So, yeah. That's what my plan is today. Hopefully it goes. <laughs> ah, I, I like it. I like it. So we'll get a little bit of CDK, a little drag and drop, and a little Kendo UI. That'll, that'll mm -hmm. be oh, yes. nice. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. All right. Well, you want to get started? Yeah. Um, do I take it over or do you give it to me? I always forget. You go ahead and share your screen and then let me know you're sharing your screen and then I will present to everyone. Okay. I'm sharing. All right. And everyone. Awesome. As you're getting set up, so you mentioned uh, things change with set, uh, version seven. For some reason, I'm remembering that drag and drop came before version seven. Is that true or am I imagining things? That's a really good question. Did you guys, I have no idea. Did it come before? Also, you get started. I'll go check, check okay. the change log. <laughs> okay, you go look at that because. I know whenever they listed out like the features, the drag and drop module was one of them that you're talking about, but maybe it was just polished in seven. I'm not sure, but yes, Brocky will let us know. Uh, so this is the app that we're working in. Um, maybe, so like, so oh, yeah. Maybe before we start, we need to just give a quick little refresher of what the CDK is. So yes. in case our viewers don't know, we can just give a quick little. What? Okay, so what does the acronym stand for? It's. I believe it's Kit Dev Kit. kit. Okay, component dev kit. Um, and so I, I would love to talk about the relationship between the CDK and material because I'm kind of always confused when like people talk about them. They kind of make them sound like they're one thing. But as I'm playing with the CDK, I feel like they're not. Because like, for instance, with this project, we just NPM installed um, at Angular slash CDK. And so obviously we don't need material at all. So it's like a whole separate thing, but it's kind of under the material blanket. Do either of you understand that? I do now. Thank you. Okay. 
<laughs> um, so I, I feel like it kind of branched off from Material um, as this dev kit of these like components that you can use in your project. Um, but I honestly don't know as far as like anything else besides the relationship. So uh, let me know if, oh, that's not the, that's not the tab we want. <laughs> I, I think I have, the, the, go ahead, Mike. I've confirmed by looking through the changelog, it was released in version 7.0.0 entitled, okay. entitled Amethyst Ammonite. Ooh, all right. The, the drag and drop was entitled that or the release was entitled the that? The release that drag and drop was included. <laughs> Sorry. You goof off. Okay. <laughs> okay. And, and just let me check real quick, Alyssa. Are, are we going to refer to it as drag and drop the whole episode or are we going to go with D&D &D for it? Oh, <laughs> let's go with D&D, &D, although yes. you might anger the D&D &D fans in the world. Uh, but no, I love D&D. &D. Uh, so are we ready to jump in? Mike, are you good? I can I see am your good. faces, so I don't uh, know. But I'll tell you, so we, so we talked about how we're going to name this and refer to this. Every mm -hmm. time I hear drag and drop, I mm -hmm. think of dragon drop. Dragon drop. <laughs> yeah, I think mm -hmm. they really they really missed out there, actually. Yeah. <laughs> drop and dragon. <laughs> okay, so then based on what you were just saying too about the CDK and materials that this drag and drop functionality you're going to be playing with is going to be just like the logic for doing the drag and drop, right? And not necessarily the visuals of the CD, of, I'm sorry, of material, the look. So you're right. right. Well, especially, yeah, especially with this one, I think some of their other ones might have material look, but um, I'm using Kendo UI components if these are buttons, but then I also customize them with my own CSS styles. Um, because I wanted this fun, like, rainbow effect as you go down the list. Um, it reminded me of Clear. I don't know if you guys have ever used that app. Um, it's like a to-do list app on my iPhone. And so I wanted to kind of mimic that in a to-do app when I built it. And so uh, the CDK, at least with the drag and drop module, yeah, it doesn't have, we're actually going to be using uh, directives on to our existing elements. So... Yeah, um, so this is <laughs> the to-do list. Um, and as you click through, you can go ahead and cross out, um, or I guess remove them from. And this action, it used to be on the whole button or the whole to-do item, but I actually moved it to just the words um, because I knew I was gonna go ahead and add in drag and drop. And so if you'd imagine as you click to go ahead and start dragging, um, it would it would call the uh, remove event. And so that was obviously no good. So I make a point about that real quick. It, it's a little nuanced thing, right? But um, mm. a lot of times, when, I mean, I've discovered it before when I dive into doing drag and drop stuff, like these are the things that you kind of discover as you get in there all of a sudden. Like, <laughs> I need a place to grab it and drag it, but I also need a place to click it and do some other oh, things. Yeah, it was, inst yeah, it was instantly because I was, of course, I want to actually shout out to their docs because these are like the most enjoyable, <laughs> the most enjoyable docs. And what I mean by that is, as I was reading through, um, getting started and using it, I would have a question, and so I, I would be like, oh no, like what happens when this happens, or why isn't this working? And I would scroll down, and the very next paragraph would answer that, and I was like, whoa, it's like there's a fortune teller on their team. So it was just really a pleasant experience. So if you haven't checked out um, Material or CDK's docs, I just I've been blown away with the the awesomeness of them. I don't know if you guys know who's behind them, but shout out to that person. 
I, but, I fully agree that they have all the examples that mm-hmm. like you're saying, like you, you keep going down and all it's all sudden, Oh, well, and then it's just like, you know, here's the code. And, yeah. It's so nice. Um, so I wanted to show right quick. So this is, um, inside of my to do app and I didn't commit the latest one. I will, and I'll put up the GitHub link in the show notes when we're done, but I wanted to show you like what lines have basically or will be changed once we're done. Um, but this is the to-do app, and inside of here, I'm using a Kendo button, but of course, I'm adding my own custom uh, flair and styles too. Um, <laughs> shout out to SCSS, but <laughs> I just like raised my hand and realized my camera's off. <laughs> Um, but this is just me basically going through and I made a little um, for loop and basically I'm changing the background color slightly um, based on the index that the item is in the loop. So yeah. what this means is as you drag and drop, the colors will change. So I don't really do that. And is logic. that, uh, <laughs> that's SCSS right there, right? That for loop mm-hmm. is that correct? Yes, yes. It's just using some um, SCSS to do some magic, and honestly, I, I, I love, I love SAS. So <laughs> I sometimes tend to be a bit too heavy on the SAS things. But um, oh, and there's animations, of course, as you as you see, like when we add in something. Um, I'm using Angular animations to do that, and so I would definitely check out. Um, the GitHub later on, since we won't um, be necessarily diving into the animations. Um, but that is all obviously going to be in the animations.ts file. And so I've got like a slide in and a slide out um, that I've built. And um, I kind of explained them a little bit in there. So, um, but yes, yeah, so the first thing that we did, as I mentioned, was we went ahead and installed the Angular CDK, uh, which I've already done, but I will clear this and say, um, just show that quick line. So it was literally just Angular slash CDK. And so once I had that installed, the next step was to open up the app module and import the drag and drop module. And so that was done on line 23, as you can see. And as simple as that, you're ready to go ahead and start using these directives. And so um, the first directive is called CDK drag. And so these um, are obviously the items we would like to drag. And these are called like the buttons. So I literally will just add a CDK drag onto um, the button. And so if we go back, should refresh, we are able, <laughs> I mean, it's not like whenever I was playing with it, I was like, okay, wait, what? <laughs> Because obviously it gives us the ability to drag, um, but you know they're kind of like not where they should be. I don't know. This could maybe be a feature at some point in somebody's life. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but um, the next point in what I was saying, um, you know, when I kept reading through the docs, it was obviously talking about um, drop list. And so there's CDK drag, and there's also CDK drop list, um, which provides you with the area that the things you're dragging need to plop into. And so. I literally just did that on my div wrapper here, and I added the drop list um, directive. And so if we go back over, they should be nicely <laughs> staying inside of the list. Um, but if you'll notice, like, okay, so right animation stock is on the bottom, and if I drag it all the way up to the top, it still stays at the bottom. And I was like, oh, okay, so it's kind of, 
like it looks like it's dropping it and then it's like resetting. And so what's happening here is that our, our data model is not persisting. And so a super, super easy next step. Um, and I wanna show this in the, bum bum. yes, I believe this is under the reordering list section. <clears throat> so they talk about this CDK uh, drop list dropped event. Um, that you can go ahead and use. And so if we head back on over to me codes, um, what we're gonna do, I wanna write the, the method first. Close out these buds. Um, I wanna write out the method first, which I already did, and show you that, and then we'll go ahead and attach it to that event. So I called it reorder list. Um, I guess you'd call it drop or whatever you'd like. Um, and basically reorder list is taking in this event from the drag and drop. And we're gonna go ahead and call this move item in array, um, which is coming from the CDK. And we're passing it our to-dos list and the previous index and the current index. And so it just needs those three items um, for move item in array to work. And so we're gonna go back over to our HTML and we need to, basically we need to call the reorder list um, method. So we're going to say, hey, on the, CDK drop list dropped event. When that fires, I want you to call reorder list. Not list, holes. <laughs> and then we're passing it dollar sign event. And so as simple as that, watch it not work. <laughs> uh, right animation should now, oh no, pickles on a stick. Of course I messed up. All right, let me check what I did wrong. Did I mm -hmm, reorder list, CDK drop list? Did I spell drop wrong? No. Drop list. Reorder list? Is yeah, it... you reordered the list, which is very different. <laughs> why, why do I do these things? <laughs> Reordering my list, you guys. <laughs> How did you see that also? Like, you're like Hawkeyes? That's amazing. I was looking at the same line that you were. And yet, uh, okay. So yes, so pack for Denver all the way to the bottom. Pack for Denver in the middle. And so yeah, it's now reordering our list. It makes me so happy. I'll stop now to take a drink of coffee and let you guys say anything if you want at this point. And then I have a little bit more to go. Yeah. Okay. So, so I, I want to say something. So this is very clean, the way that this was implemented by the team in that what they've done is via a directive, they've attached and DOM event, whether or not like the standard ones from the normal DOM, like a click event. Uh, they just added an event that says that something was dropped and allows you to do what you want with that. So that's a kind of like how the CDK functions in general in that we're just going to expose something and provide you some hooks and what have you uh, mm -hmm. in a very straightforward API to be able to do things that you want to do, whether or not it's dragging something somewhere else on the screen, just letting your button sit anywhere or um, by adding additional directives, additional behaviors. That's so very clean and um, allows you to do what you want with it. So I have a question on the list. Uh, so maybe we go back into the code. Absolutely. Uh, let me do this. Okay. So in the, uh, I think in the TypeScript file, where you have that function to reorder the list. Yes. 
Do you see it? Uh, yes. Okay. okay, awesome. So the uh, CDK drag drop type that's in there in the reorder list signature, function signature, right? Uh, it's taking a generic of an array of strings. So I'm assuming, is it correct that you can then um, type that to whatever your objects are that you want to have in your list? So if you have, would, to have a, a, you know, I don't know, show object type, then you could use that? Oh, no, absolutely. And I, I just haven't played around. <laughs> I didn't even get that far. I was still playing with the drag and drop parts. But no, you're right. I should be able to for like whatever your type is. So I, I like this as it's a very clean implementation. And however, you are calling this function called move item and array. Where does that come from? So that is actually from the CDK. Um, and let me go and show you. Let's see, it's going to be over here. So this is um, in their drop event, the same with the move item and array. And I'm trying to think of where it would be in their notes, because I know it's coming from. Yeah, I see the import there on their second line. Yeah, um, I was going to show that. So the, it is coming from them because we had to import it from them, but I don't know where in the docs it would go further. No, that's okay. But so just to be clear, you're just changing the in-memory array, uh, which is great. And it provides that yes. functionality. But if this is something where you're reordering a to-do list, you would want to persist that uh, right, absolutely. Back to your right. back end, but you have to handle that. The drag and drop isn't going to go reach into your back end <laughs> and sort that in your data store. <laughs> that would kind of be terrifying if it did, but no. <laughs> yeah, agreed. But still, it is pretty cool that it provides that helper function uh, as part of the library. So not only is it handling like the, the complexity of drag and drop with the DOM, right, but it also provides these additional things for. Oh, no. I, I, I've actually been really impressed because not only like does it offer this but it offers ways um to attach data um or to drag and drop like from one list to a different list or even to like customize because you know how we're talking about the drag area um and i thought this was really cool it's like at the very bottom i think um they talk about customizing the drag area using a handle and i feel like they just kind of thought of everything so basically you know i could add this handle to like one side of my notes and then everything except for that could be the remove to do item event and then just the handle is for dragging and dropping and so i just they really it does feel very polished <laughs> i like i like that so for sure um, so one of the last things I wanted to show was uh, the animation. So right now when we drag and drop, it's kind of like um, merp. I don't know. Like it's not, it's not sexy. Um, and of it's course, very, they, it's very merp. <laughs> it's very merp. Um, and they have a couple of um, basically classes. So actually, let's go back up to styling real quick. Um, so they have these classes that are being added to elements at different like moments in time. Um, and then in addition to that, they're also actually adding like transforms, but all you have to do is go ahead and tack on the transition. And so what I, let me just show you what I mean by that real quick. So, um, this is the animation, um, as they're being sorted, that's being added to the drag element and so in our case that would be um the buttons and so 
if you go ahead and add this transition um, and we go back, should look a little different. Just like a little bit smoother. Like it's, I don't know, you know, it might not come across on the screen sharing. <laughs> so feel free to pull down and ng serve this up um, and play around with it. Because um, that's one of my favorite things is to kind of comment out animations and see what they're really doing. So I'm not sure if it is coming across the wire, but it's just a little bit of polish. Um, but again, it's because the CDK is adding first the glasses and then the transforms that we're able to go ahead and transition those transforms when we want. So, yes, that was. Like that. It, it, it kind of adds on to what I was talking about earlier of the idea of layering, how the API is very straightforward, but at the same time, very powerful to give you granular control without having to worry about all the inner workings of the events. Yeah, it honestly, it gets me really excited for um, the other things in the CDK. Um, I think the other one I wanted to try out and play with was like virtual scrolling. I don't have any, like right now I don't have, for instance, I would never add virtual scrolling to like this because it's, it's not, I don't think anyone's to-do list should ever get big enough, hopefully, to need virtual scrolling. I guess maybe if it was like a GitHub issues type to-do list or something, but um, but I definitely, you're right, it makes me excited to go ahead and try out the other things that the CDK offers because of how just well thought out it was and easy to use. So. Those two are, are really exciting for me because I've built those things before and it's it's a challenge, right? To you really them. have? Like you so you've just like built out your own drag and drop from scratch. Yeah, yeah. I'm kinda old, so I've I've had an opportunity <laughs> to do that back in the day. But uh, That's yeah, awesome. it's a, uh yeah, there's there's a lot of things to consider, you know, like like even just in the beginning when you're talking about the, the nuances of where you grab and do you need drag handle, that sort of thing, to mm -hmm. dragging into different target zones. Can you drop from one area to another? To what if they drag off the browser and on and you know, all kinds of things, right? And and in looking at the CDK and the drag and drop offerings that they have, like you two were mentioning, it seems to cover a lot of those bases, right? Which is a huge benefit for us as developers. And same way with the virtual scrolling, another subject, another thing that's like immensely challenging to build, to have that in your toolbox is great. Um, one thing that was uh, brought up earlier in the uh, chat was the idea of supporting mobile. And it was more so the behaviors of scrolling off screen. But what I'm curious about is touch support with mobile. Um, wow, does it support really uh, drag and drop with not just the mouse, but also via touch? Uh, because I would imagine in a if this was in a mobile view and you wanted to scroll and not so much reorder uh, how those behaviors um, intermingled or if it gave you control to be able to differentiate between the two or decide how to handle those? No, that's a really excellent question. And I wonder, since we are exposed to these events, um, I wonder if it's not built in already, if it wouldn't be too difficult to go ahead and add them yourself. Like, um, since you, you, know, you have the events that need to fire, and then you can go ahead and attach data to them if you need. So it's like, I feel like if it's not already, I, I'm not seeing it in the docs. Do you, either of you know if they cover the mobile case? I, I, don't, I don't know. It was just a question that popped in my head. Um, or maybe potentially in the API to, because if they're controlling the, like the mouse down, the mouse up, and the mouse move, and all of those different uh, coordination of those events, are they then doing that combined for the touch down, touch up, and those uh, events, and whether or not they give you control 
of which of those they actually are listening to. Is your machine touchscreen? You could try it out or not? <laughs> oh no! Is yours? Are you on a? Are you on a Pixel or something? I am not. Okay. <laughs> I do have my Pixel, but it, it don't have it don't have it running all my projects just yet. I'm pretty bad when it comes to resetting up environments. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but now I could always pull it up on my phone. So uh, you mentioned you had some Kendo UI stuff in there. Did you want to touch a little bit on that? Yeah, it was so it was basically just the um, let's see if I can show again if you want. Bum, bum, bum. Since it was a super simple to do app, I didn't go crazy um, on the Kendo UI stuff, but I was just using um, their button um, to go ahead and create this element. So if we go back to um, the code here, um, it's just using Kendo button here. Um, and so that was just the basis of it. It's not super heavy on the Kendo, but yes, I was using it to go ahead and create these buttons initially. And then I added some um, custom styling to them as we saw with the colors. But that was something that um, I was really excited about because uh, no disc to Bootstrap because I know so many people <laughs> are in love with Bootstrap. Um, but it, whenever I've had to, because my last job, a lot of my job was, hey, we need it to look or feel like this or we need to add this feature. And there would be a lot of times when um, Angular wasn't the sore subject. It was bootstrap and running into an issue where um, it was like an <laughs> it was like an override tree basically and so um, using Kendo UI has just been so fun for the fact that I, I never needed to use important tags um, which is kind of a sore subject for me like if it comes down to it obviously you use more and more specificity whenever um, you're wanting to you know add um, add flair to something or you want to customize it a little bit but you know I literally just called out button and my which buttons am I talking about? I'm talking about my class of to-do buttons, and I gave it these styles. And so I just love that I didn't I didn't need to use important tags, and I found that a lot with Kendo UI elements, um, which is for anybody in the audience who doesn't know that is where I am working currently is as an advocate for the Angular side of Kendo UI. So that's been really fun discovering that over this past year, um, because I've worked with not just Bootstrap but other um, CSS frameworks that can be a bit. Um, messier i guess <laughs> so yes i think cool and so does then kendo ui provides like a component and uh kit sort of deal yeah um so kendo kendo ui is just um ui components um that you can use very similar to um material we are a bit more i think we're more robust in the fact that um not only do we have um just so many components, but we also have them for uh, jQuery, React, and Vue. Um, and I think Vue is the only one. So originally, like back in the day when Kendo UI started, they were all like jQuery components. And when they're like, hey, we should do them for Angular, or we should do them for React, um, they had these, like they were wrappers, right, around the components that kind of use the exact same jQuery component inside of an Angular app. Um, but now all of the React and Angular ones are um, native. And so like they're written for Angular apps and Angular. And um, I think the only ones that we're still behind on is Vue that we're getting caught up on. And so that's been really fun. I know we also have, I really feel bad because I always rep like the JavaScript side, but I know we also have like 
net awesomeness and um and then of course my, my not on my specific team but a sister team is the native script team which everyone you know shout out to native scripts um but so we have tons of awesome things so i'd head over to the kendo ui library if you want to check it out um at progress but yeah so this one was super simple but i i really love the the chance to get to play around with the cdk drag and drop very cool. Yeah, I used uh, the Kendo UI stuff back in the day with the jQuery and the uh, .NET and stuff like that. So, did, yeah, you used to do, did you used to do .NET? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots of, <laughs> lots of .NET. Lots of .NET. A little fun fact, I used to have a blog called I Want My MVC, and I did .NET MVC stuff. Back what? Do you yeah, miss so. it? Are you so sad? You're like you're like a front end or not front end, but you're like a JavaScript web dude now, right? Or not really? Or would you still consider yourself once you, you know when you, I don't know when you start way back in the day when everything was like full stack and everything and server you kind of never leave that. What's the words out right that they know that you can do all that stuff? And it's, You're saying know. there's no hope for you. <laughs> I can't change what I have become. I guess I don't know. Mike, have you always been web, or did you ever do other? I, I followed a very similar path to Justin. I was also a .NET developer. Oh but I word. just looked up, I want my MVC. Do you have a Twitter handle for that? No, now, hey, I guess anybody can take that over now or whatever. <laughs> there, there is an at I want my MVC on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Justin, is this your like anonymous, like when you don't want to tweet as yourself? <laughs> FYI, I do not control that. So I don't know what content <laughs> goes through that, but it's not me. All right, we have anything else on the CDK or the drag and drop or anything? Or uh, we no, but I did want to mention that I'm publishing um, a blog, like today or tomorrow, a blog post about it, um, and I'll attach it to the show notes once we have the official link. So if uh, you know watching through the video or scrubbing through isn't your style, I'll have the code listed out there with every all of my cool findings and anything else that I discover before then. So. Very and I'm cool. going to try to answer the mobile question in the blog. So. <laughs> Nice, nice. Now I have some details to to dive into here, right here at the end. I want to get to one is I want to know, and hopefully the viewers want to know this too. What uh, what theme are you rocking on VS Code? Because I'm really digging that purple. Oh. <laughs> Let's see. How do we find themes again? It's been so long. Is it like Command like Command Shift P or something? Yeah, and then theme, or you might need to go to the. Uh, I don't know. I'll tell you exactly. Uh, if you go to underneath code is preferences. And oh, I think oh it's command K T. K T. What is that? Shortcut. The keyboard short keyboard shortcut for color theme. <laughs> well, that brought it up too, but also the looking for themes with the command P was it? Yeah. Um, it's quiet light is the name of it. But it's a light theme. I don't. I don't know how you guys do dark themes. They just make me feel all grumpy. <laughs> it's like it's like I'm working in a tunnel or something. I don't like it. <laughs> I like the look of that one. That was fresh. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So second little bit of detail. Uh, merp. Is it merp like I with a U like I just let out a big merp or is it merp with an E like Wyatt merp? Uh, are you talking about like the sound effect or the like how do you spell it? Like when M you said merp, it, I oh yeah, to... no, merp is like M E R P. It's kind of mm -hmm. like a 
it's you know when your computer kind of hiccups and you're like, whoa, that was glitchy. It's kind of like that, but for like humans, you know, like. <laughs> All, right. All right. So essentially, like Wyatt Murp. <laughs> Who is this Wyatt, and what does he do? I don't know. His last name was Earp, and it had an e in it, and so. Oh, uh, okay. I understand. Associate whatever. I don't. Know. <laughs> I I want to talk a little bit more about drag and drop. Tell us, Mike. Tell us your drag and drop theories. No, I don't have theories. I have questions. Oh. So, <laughs> uh -huh. but, but it's more so the mindset of when you would want to be able to use it. I know we talk, you talked and showed about the idea of reordering, and I think that's a really good use case. But I think there's sometimes when drag and drop makes sense as a user mm -hmm. experience, but sometimes where it's just like, you know, I didn't really want that thing to move. <laughs> I was using it. Mm -hmm. uh, oh. but, <laughs> I was using it. <laughs> Um, no, 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 I mean, if you're on a site and you're like, well, I really would prefer to click a button to perform an action versus reordering. Like maybe if you're on a retail site that where you might be able to click on something to add it to a cart versus the idea of dragging it into a shopping cart. Oh, um, yeah. Especially, especially on mobile. I feel like you have to be careful with, I feel like drag and drop maybe makes sense in, in games, but like for something like that with the shopping cart, I don't. Think it would be expected behavior and i think it would throw people off if all of a sudden like you're saying i wanted to click into an item but all of a sudden like it's attached and i'm like oh gosh what did i just do <laughs> why did i just move that <laughs> like if you could rearrange the items in like a shopping list or something like that would be <laughs> well i kind of like that idea of uh, really? as as you have to have the visual association with it like the idea of you showed the drag handle so whether right. or not there's a resize or maybe some sort of icon or some sort of visual indicator to say, hey, you know what, I can be dragged. No, no, that's a good idea. I I think, so I really wish I could show off clear. Let me see if there's a web app because- um, There is not, if I remember correctly, okay. a while back. Because um, it's just, it's very similar to my to-do list um, and they have different themes for the gradients that go down your to-do list. But one of the, I don't, what is it called when it's basically like hidden usability, right? So like it doesn't have the anchor telling you that, but like, it's just kind of expected. You, you look at, the, I don't know how, but you look at this list and you be, you expect to be able to reorder your shopping list or whatever it is. And so as you press down, you can grab and drag it up or down. And so I just, um, for me personally, it's like, it's like a hidden usability thing. It really reminded me of Snapchat, honestly. I don't know if either of you have played around with Snapchat lately, but I would watch, I did a lot of youth ministries in Orlando and I'd watch my high schoolers and they'd be playing around with Snapchat and they would teach me and they'd be like, oh, if you swipe over and then press this thing. And I'm like, that panel exists. Like I was so amazed and I worry sometimes that like maybe we're old school wanting our drag handles and everything's moving to like this weird expected behavior that I don't know about and I need the dictionary for it. Like, <laughs> but I don't know if you've experienced that with apps, but. I, same, same exact experience uh, when my kids have used Snapchat on my phone. I'm like, wait, what do you, how, wait, what? what you, I don't understand that. And I, I really, I just want to take a survey so badly as like the UX person in me is like, okay, but how did you learn that? It, was it through, you know, like safe exploration and discovery that you found out that that panel existed by swiping left? So there's no indicator whatsoever ever at any time. So, or, or did your friends tell you? Or was there a tutorial I missed? Like, what, how do you all seem to know this? But I don't, so. <laughs> yeah, I think 
I think it's a thing that can play into that joy of discovery, right? And that that fun of using an app that you could layer on to your app to give that mm. that feeling of okay, I, I enjoy. It's like you know they talk about like the the Twitter like, and you click on the heart and it explodes instead of just highlights. You know, it's that kind of thing that you could look at leveraging drag and drop for those sort of things. But I think you could also do things like, like let's say you had a product in a, in a shopping, you know, site or app or whatever, and you had maybe colors that you could like take the shoes, for example, and you could customize the colors um, and the um, soles or something. And so you may have like multiple things you want to drop, drop on to the main thing instead of like clicking the one to view it in a preview. And so now you can kind of mix and match multiple things onto one, to do it that or take an example like um, TweetDeck or one of our um, viewers mentioned in the chat, uh, Trello, where you can drag cards to different columns oh, yeah. like that, like certainly a, a use case scenario. I think Trello is a good one because I don't know. I don't think that you see a handle right off the bat. I think you just inherently kind of go through the thought process. I could drag this card, especially if you're thinking like agile and sprint development. So you just go and try it and then it works. Right. Um, but solutions like that, it's those sort of things oh let me yeah let me show this real quick on the screen because i did i found a quick gif of that let me share um of the trello boards that you're talking about but then also there's two other use cases for drag and drop which i love um so i don't know if you can see i can get it bigger um but so it doesn't seem that there is an indicator but maybe the cursor is enough of an indicator like the type of cursor if you have the hand, um, that was something that I used in mine was like the grabby hand. But um, this, there's also, I didn't even think about it, but tabs, obviously, like dragging and dropping tabs on your browser. And then, of course, in email, like you can drag over to different categories or inboxes, um, which I guess that saves time because instead of like having to click up here, like you're selecting multiple and then having to go to where do you want to plop it. So it's like, less interaction maybe to dragging i'm not sure but no i thought that was i thought the trello board was a really good idea oh sorry i made the infinity uh, justin <laughs> the infinity but, but, justin but attack those, <laughs> but i think all those things weigh into a bigger discussion that is the importance of user experience mm -hmm. um a lot of times people make the mistake of assuming that ux is just ui and it's not, it's it's about how people are going to interact with it, not just what it's going to look like. Sure, there's some overlap there uh, that in terms of identifying that you can do different things, but yeah, it, it's definitely an interesting practice that I am not well versed in and something I want to try and get better at. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, because I think there's so much danger in just slapping things on sometimes. <laughs> And it's trying to identify people use things in different ways, right? Like you go to the board, you might instantly think I could drag that, so I'm going to try it, right? But then mm -hmm. other people, you know, adding in things like keyboard functionality, where you could shortcut with keyboards to do the same action, um, and that's actually kind of interesting to think about in terms of the drag and drop and talking about something like that. Let's say you wanted to implement drag and drop as well as keyboard shortcuts to do the same thing. Now with something like the CDK and the logic there, you could take something like uh, <clears throat> NVRX and have a store and actions uh, that dictate the move of one thing from one list to another or, or reorder in a list. And then both your drag and drop and your keyboard shortcuts could fire off that same action. And you could have the same logic backing of, of 
what it needs to do, but now offer different types of interfaces for the user to accomplish that same command, right? It's so neat to think of using like NGRX for something like that, because usually I think of it for more like, I don't know, uh, less fun tasks. Whenever it's involved with UI, I'm like, that's fun. And if it's not UI, I'm like, that's boring. So <laughs> uh, no, I love that. That's a really great idea, actually. I love that. <laughs> but also, you may, I mean, going back to the whole UX discussion, the idea of saying, hey, you know what, as a user preference that I would like to be able to turn off dragging and dropping. Uh, um, and I was looking, I went through and searched for disable throughout there. And down at the end is a section where you can disable dragging. Um, now, granted, that is on an individual item. But there's nothing to say that that couldn't be applied on every item and every list to pull a global value to say, or a user setting to say, yeah, yeah, I don't really like dragging and dropping. That's not a behavior that I want. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to do that, then you have to provide other means of performing that functionality. Right. Yeah. And on the subject of turning it off, that's, that's a great, you know, concept to think about in terms of, we talked about mobile and the thought that like, if I'm, if I got a to-do list and I, I want to scroll up and down it on my mobile, but also support dragging the location of the thing, you've got this, you know, conflict in usage of, of how to deal with it. Um, you start, you start scrolling and you can't get anywhere because you keep dragging something. Right. 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 <laughs> and it, uh, even another example, it's not, drag and drop but uh something i run into with just the scrolling on mobile is i look at like the espn app and i'm reading a story on that and they have this concept of as you you scroll up through the story to get to the bottom it will as you hit the bottom it automatically kicks you into the next story well i tend to scroll as a user and kind of try and drag my content up into the screen and mm -hmm. it from there and so i end up getting a scenario where i'm not done reading yet and i pulled up too far and all of a sudden the next article is up right and so it's like the use case of, of where mobile becomes just something different right at that scenario and to be able to think about those sort of things and, and test those and, and and try those out with your your user experience in this process of thinking about that when you go to develop those solutions it's a lot of things on the plate to figure out lots of stuff to consider all right. Well, um, any other discussion on the drag and drop, or do you want to? Should we call it good? Well, I think if we go into picks, mine is drag and drop related because that that article that I was just showing the gifts from, um, it's way more than just showing off different use cases. It's called drag and drop for design systems, um, and it even goes through and it's like comparing like Gmail, Trello, and Chrome, and it's like look which ones don't have a drag handle, look which ones don't have a drop shadow things like that on the, the item that you're dragging and what that can mean to your user. And it goes even further into that. And so since we're having this like UX discussion, I think that's a really cool blog post that ties into our drag and drop. So I will send that link over. I like that pick. That's a good pick. All right, is that your only pick? Do you want to pick anything else? Uh, I am. That is, yes, I'm good. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> All right, Mike, do you have any picks? I have no picks today. I'm pickless. I call right. that the pickless wonder. <laughs> Ooh, I I'll, I'll fill in for you with some picks. Excellent. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> Tell me which one was mine and I'll thumb, give it a thumbs up. Well, I might only have one pick, so it can be yours. Oh, <laughs> come sure. on. No, you've got to go with two, man. What cereal is your favorite? That okay. can be okay, your Okay, pick. I have two picks. I have two picks. And then I'll, I'll give my picks. And then at the end, Mike, you can claim whichever one you want to claim. Because I Thank like both, so I'm, I'm good with whatever. Multiple choice picks. I like this. Okay, so my first pick 
is a couple of articles by Narwhal. Uh, there's one on Angular Ivy, and then there's one, oh my gosh, I forget the other one. The Angular Ivy one is, is really, really good. Um, oh, and a use case for uh, custom elements or for Angular elements. So those two, I believe you can find those on the Narwhal blog. They're really good, insightful articles, uh, as we all expect, right? I believe Victor wrote, Victor Wright wrote both of them, but um, really good. So check those out. And then my other pick is a gaming pick, and it's the uh, video game Celeste. It's kind of like a platformer, uh, challenging kind of like speed run sort of game. There's a, a pretty cool story along with it too, but you're basically going up these levels in this mountain, and you've got to kind of do a side scroll platform thing and avoid obstacles and and it uh, gets pretty frustrating because you have to you have some real hard challenges that you got to clear through and, and do these combos of jumping and dashing and stuff like that uh, real similar to uh, Super Meat Boy if anybody's ever played Super Meat Boy uh, there's certainly points where you just want to throw your controller at the uh, TV but uh, overall it's pretty fun so that's my other pick so Mike well those are the picks I reported Mike which one was yours. I, I'm actually going to go out on my own because I thought of one. All right. All right. Then I claim ownership of my two picks. And <laughs> let's hear your pick. There is a new blog post up on the, the Ionic blog uh, from Max Lynch entitled Build Your Next Design System with Web Components, um, which is just conceptually the idea of using raw web components to build a design system uh, internally, externally, whatever your use case is but to allow adoption and usage across multiple front-end frameworks or no framework uh, just by using the raw technology of web components under the hood. But it also opens up the idea of extending what Ionic has already started for you and building upon that at the end of the article. Uh, definitely an interesting read. Go check that out. Very cool. All right. That's the picks. That's our content for the show. I think we're all done. Oh, and also, please go look at Mike's face on the tweet about this episode because mwah, it's like the best pick I've ever taken of Mike. <laughs> Screenshot, I guess. <laughs> uh, gave me a heads up that it was happening. <laughs> a little context on that. Alyssa uh, is so nice to every episode we have that she's around for. We'll take a picture of all of our faces and send out a tweet with this collage of all of our faces, usually in a pretty good position. So thank you, Alyssa, for that. Oh, Sometimes uh, it's so hard because we have some frowny guests on and I'm like, the whole time I'll be, I'll make a smile, smile, smile. <laughs> but no, it's fun and seriously. Next episode, I'm going totally stern and just no <laughs> I'm going to put that in our notes on being a guest on Angular Air that um, you're encouraged to smile at least within, within the first five minutes. Yeah, the first five minutes. Yeah, I like that yeah. even better. The first five minutes of the show, just, you know, just be smiley. Like you're really glad to be there. <laughs> Remember, you're on camera. Yeah, because otherwise your frown will live on in infamy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Option B. <laughs> oh my gosh. My <laughs> Yeah, that's not obvious. All right. <laughs> Alyssa, thanks a ton for uh, coming on and talking about this material. Uh, no pun intended, but just kind of oh. came out. But, uh, thank you for CDK and stuff like that. We really appreciate you sharing your time and uh, sharing your code. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, guys. This was fun. <laughs> All right. Have a good one. We'll see you next time. Later.